And there, there's something about a book that feels like you're leaving something behind. What is that going to be for right. you? Now, there's kids' books and there's other fun books. There's recipe books. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. But finding that for you, look in the mirror, man, and get one. Just decide you're going to do a book. That's step number one. Step number two is get some help. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't been down that road before, it's not like I, we're phenomenal communicators. And we live in a world uh, where everybody listening right now, you've been communicating for a long time, for at least a few years, right? So you, And you can talk, that can turn into text, and that can be your book. And I was always like, man, I feel so stupid that it's hard for me to get a book done. How mm-hmm. could I fail at doing this? I'm a pretty good communicator. I actually can write. I don't even mind it, you know? But like, why can't I? It, a book is words on paper. is Secrets for Success. Welcome to the Secrets for Success podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Thank you, as always, for joining me. I have a special guest today, a really, really, really special guest. Uh, This man actually changed my life. You did. You changed my life Uh, because he got me to do something that even though I wanted to do, I just felt like it it was too daunting and... Uh, the guy that's sitting across from me is Trevor Crane, uh, and he is the founder, CEO, big dog of Epic Author. And let me tell you something. This is the only reason why this book, The Healthcare Innovator's Path, is out. It's because of you. And so, first of all, thank you, brother, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, brother. All right. So why don't you <laughs> tell people a little bit about who is the man behind the mask? The man Trevor. behind the mask. Yes, yeah. <laughs> who is this guy? <clears throat> uh that's a good question. So, I mean, in the context of what you're just talking about in your book, and thank you for the compliments, by the way, um, I'm going to take off my mask and like unveil. Like, who okay, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This who is, is this guy? This masked oh, man. And he calls this himself man. every single time we text <laughs> each other. He does. He can't even call himself Trevor, like a normal human being. He has to call himself the sexy beast. Is it always sexy beast? I wasn't sure that that's my nomaker for myself. That's really it. No. I mean, that's if I see sexy beast on the, te- I'm like, oh, it must be from Trump. <laughs> so <laughs> you saved yeah. that. So, uh, so in the context of what helping you with the book for uh, over ten years, mm-hmm. I've been helping badasses uh, create books that make a difference to their their audience that that helps them get their message to the world. So. When you and I talked about this book in Cabo, mm-hmm. uh, in a swimming pool, on the idea of getting this done, and I work with a lot of people that either have uh, never done a book and they're like you and they know that they should have, they probably could have done one years ago, mm-hmm. or they're uh, they, they they need their they want their next book. Right. And I've got uh, and I just have the keys to the kingdom to help you do it quickly and easily instead of it being this daunting task. Right. And the only reason that happened, Greg, and uh, is that I failed at this so hard. Like for over 10 years, for over 20 years, I wanted to write a book and didn't. And I was that guy that put up a New Year's resolution and didn't make it happen. So like, I, you know, when I was 20, in my 20s, I wanted to write a book about whatever I thought was important at the time. Right. And it went on my my years. This year, I'm going to do it. Right. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. When I was 30, wanted to do it. You know, it took me 20 years. And it wasn't until I actually just got help. Because I had to look in the mirror. A friend of mine, Mike Koenigs, actually, was Mm -hmm. talking, and he changed my life with just making it easy for me. Mm. And he said, Trevor, here's what we need to do. And I was in a little different position than you, Greg. I thought I could write 20 books, and and you probably can too, but I wasn't sure what my message would be. So when I started going through the process of getting my book done with my first coach or or helper, um, my first idea wasn't a good one. 
My second idea wasn't a good one. My third idea wasn't a good one. And it's not that it wasn't a good idea. It didn't make sense to my my audience that I'd be writing the book for. Right. So in that first three months, it was painful because my first book ideas were getting shot down, not by my mentor being a jerk, but by me just answering the questions he was asking. I was confused. I didn't understand. And that's one of the reasons why people don't get their books done is they're confused. They don't even understand what this book is for, who they're trying to help, what they're going to do for it, because we all have these lofty dreams. And it wasn't until I simplified the whole system and I found a book that resonated with my audience, with an audience that I wanted to attract. And dude, over the next year, and this sounds like such a brag, and I know we're doing a podcast thing here, but you know, it 10x my business. It 10x my income in that next year. It was a few months of pain of me finding my voice, but brother, more people wanted to work with me because I put all of my best ideas in a book with one simple focus, and it was just much easier for me to grow my business, my brand, my reach, and help people. It was magic. I want to talk about um, how you're able to do that, but let's go back to what was going on with you for the 10 years prior, and even for me, of wanting to do a book, but every single year, it's like, it didn't happen. So you've worked with so many people and you've helped so many people get their book out, but I'm sure you've also presented the opportunity to a lot of people to do a book and they don't do it. So since you're in this industry, what are like the three main reasons why people never get it done? Good question. I mean, I know for me, this is what my justification yeah, was. Give me your three. What okay. were yours? So, so I'll, I'll tell you my, my main one. I've always felt like I was really good at communicating through speech. And it was just so easy for me to hop on an Instagram Live, hop on Facebook Live, do a Periscope, whatever, and just... <laughs> People are... Like, and bro, just so, do my thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and, then, and then I... You know, then when I was told, hey, you should go to like do webinars and challenges and stuff like that, I could do that all day because mm-hmm. I am very comfortable with speaking. By the way, when I was in physical therapy school, before I got into PT school, my minor was in English and I can write. Right. But I just felt like it's just going to take too long, man. It's going to take so yeah. long. So I continued to <clears throat> put to push it off. So mm-hmm. that was my main thing. What are you hearing from a lot of people on why they believe they can't do it. Because I didn't realize it was going to be, I'm not saying it was easy. I don't want to say it was easy. But it wasn't as daunting as what I thought it was going to be. So you asked a question, but let me ask you a couple more questions because there's more there that you're, let's unpack. Because this is for anybody listening right now about why they're not getting their book done or that other big thing that they know they should be doing. Like, because you knew that this was something that you wanted to do. Like most of us know there's things that we want to do. Why aren't you doing it? And in the case of this being a big task and taking a lot of time, that was one of them, or some of the other reasons. And, and you knew you're good at communicating with your mouth. It was so easy, and this looked like it was going to be hard. What what else was it for you? Because there was a distance between us first talking about this and you actually taking action. Right. So what were those things for you? Here, relevant. Here's another thing. Right before we went to Cabo, I had already started writing, and I was just putting down my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was just just every day I said, okay, I'm going to, and I, and honestly, I didn't have a system. I was just like, all right, every day I'm going to write a thousand words a day. I remember and I was putting good stuff there. 
and or at least I thought it was good, you know, and just writing, just writing, just writing. And then I remember, you know, sharing with you in the pool. Oh, I started a book. And then you told, okay, so how's it going? And then we went through all of our stuff. And I realized that I didn't, I I don't feel like I had a really good blueprint of what was going to be the the strategy for making the book, like good. create an ROI for us. So, ah, I think so that check that huge. out. Check that out. I thought you were going to say that you weren't sure you had a strategy of how to make this book good is what I actually right. inserted. But you right. said, no, I want to make sure this has an ROI. So you just are mentioning time and money. Right. Like a lot of times we're so freaking busy with life and you're a very busy guy right. with personal and professional things. What makes this worth the lift? Right. Because it's going to take some time. That is it right there. Yeah. That's it. Is this really going to be worth my time? Yeah. Is it better for me to to do the things that I'm already doing or should I now go divert my time? Right. You go make and, in one more Instagram post that right. reaches a thousand people right now. Right. Like why should you do it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, these so I, I would say that there's a lot of reasons why people aren't getting it done. Um and their their time, money, the things we've been talking about. Not sure if I'm if I'm a good enough writer. Not everybody uh, majored in English and think they can actually right. write. So there's a lot of people that that aren't sure that they have the right mm -hmm. message. They want some validation and from the world. Here's what I would say: is that I think everybody should write a book. Uh, Greg and I brought some books from my daughter who she wrote her first book when she was seven. Wow. So I believe everybody on the planet should write a book. And there's a lot of reasons why. And I also think there's a mission, or should be, a mission and a vision and a business behind that book. Because if you don't think about that ROI, then the book dies in oblivion. Mm -hmm. And that actually is the saddest thing, Greg, because I now get to work with so many authors. And I would say almost every week I talk to an author who might have one or multiple books, and they'll be in tears with me when because I'm pretty good at some Q&A, and I, mm -hmm. I, I care about people. And they'll tell me what's going on, and they're like, man, I don't know this was worth the lift. I, I put all this time, money, energy, and resources into it. They don't say it in those words. But they're like, this is a great book, mm -hmm. but nobody knows about it. And most books die in oblivion. Dude, the stats are like staggering. In a, in a book's lifetime, it, most people will sell less than 2,000 books ever. Wow. Like 90, over 90%. Like less than 200 a year. They just don't know how to use the tool. And so it could be the Bible, man. It, it's this amazing book, but it's wrapped in something they don't know how to share with anybody. Wow. And so I think there's this fear of failure and not knowing what, well, that's one of them, but not knowing what to do with this damn book. Because right. anybody listening right now, if you want to get a book done and you've never done one before, pretend like holding your hand, like you're going to have a book, like you're going to get it done. Right. If you make the commitment, I'll give you a few strategies so that everybody can do it easily. But you're going to have a new problem. Greg, hold your book in your hand real quick. I got, I got one of the iterations of it. Yep. You know, what the hell are you going to do with that now? Like that's the question because right. your book, your this is the, your new problem. Like every time you solve a problem, you got a new problem. What are right. you going to do now? One of the things right. I'm excited to talk to you about because I want to talk about this book is what are you going to do now? That's an right. advanced copy. Like right. what do you, what twenty five of those exist on the planet? Yeah. Yeah. So there's the like how's the world going to get that? So we need to now plan how we're going to get it into their hands. Right. And we were talking about Alex Ramosi before mm -hmm. we started. Like there are different strategies mm -hmm. you can do to promote that sucker. But I think people are just clueless about what they're going to do next right. so it ends up if you'd have a tool you don't use dude that's a useless tool right and especially successful people were like why should we put our time and energy into something that i don't know if it's going to have the roi so talk, talk to me if that is is that's resonating that's, with your challenges that's, that's everything that's literally everything 
is it going to make enough sense? Is it going to be worth my energy to be able to do it? Um, and, and you know you're a cool, successful, intelligent guy, you know, and right. you know you could write this book, that book. Good, guy. Greg. We have we had five book ideas. We started right. two, right. <laughs> you know. So, so you could write all. It, it's not that you didn't uh, believe in your content. It's in what it's going to, the impact that it's going to have. It's gonna, yeah, the yeah. impact it's going to create. And I can say that now having done it and still going through the process of it, it is so worth it. Uh, and What yeah. is worth it for you? Well, Because this is interesting because we just said that there's only 25 of these books out there. Mm -hmm. What is valuable about it for you now so far? In everything that I preach, which is not trading your time for money, and basically doing work on the front end so that you can reap the benefits of it on the back end. It is totally in line with, with what I believe in. For instance, so 25 copies we've created so far. I went to Canada and they wanted to leave the people with something because a lot of people didn't know who I was prior right. to going to Canada, right? And I went there and I did my thing and I, you know brought the energy and you know gave them all types of value but i was able to leave the people with this i was able to leave them with this by the way it was cool because uh they paid good money for the books yeah so um they i just feel like they won't forget me now that they have the Dude, book. they don't throw that away. Exactly. And, this and, is and like and the ultimate business card. Nobody, like, we we live in a culture where people don't throw books away, dude. Right. Like, right. you can throw all kinds of stuff away. You'll throw away an iPad, right. but you I won't throw, throw away, away a book. book. No. You're 100% right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, there's only two things I'm not throwing away. I'm not throwing away the book, and I'm not throwing away my MacBook Pro, uh, you know, box. Right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Uh, why don't you want it? I don't know. I, I use them as drawer organizers now. I don't know what... What, is what, it what are we gonna do? But um, yeah, yeah. but it, that that's that's what it's done for me so far. Um, well, how and, about clarifying your message? Oh, it's it's helped so much with that, you know. And I feel like I was able to do it fairly quickly because I knew what my messaging was. But it's made it even clearer, and it's given people an entry start. For me, most of my programs prior to this year were all very high ticket programs. So I was willing to say, hey, look, man, um, I'll give right. all my stuff out for free, you know, on Instagram, this, that, da, 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 da. But if you want to work with me, you got to pay me the big yeah. bucks, right? Yeah. Well, now what it's done is it's created a much easier entry path for people to be able to come into my world and start to consume content to get the result that they're looking for. So it's created a much better bridge to be able to get people to the next level of working with me. So, so far it's been phenomenal. And um, well, yeah. we get to use different types of marketing strategies, right? So let's break down. You asked me a question like, what's it take to have somebody get their book done or what, what, what are the three steps or right. something like that? Right. So I'd say, Greg, the big thing here is, I would say the first step that everybody, I, I would challenge everyone to take right now is look in the mirror, decision number one and say, and decide I'm doing a, a book. Right. Like that's the first thing. Like just so the commitment. Choose. Yeah, it's 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 cut like look in the mirror at yourself and like literally I think this is the strategy and just decide I'm doing a book. I didn't say the book. I didn't say which book, just a book because I it it is it can be used for leads, it can be used to establish your um leadership, your authority and credibility. It can be a legacy. Dude, when I got my first book done, there was this sense of at least I did it, because what happens if I get hit by a bus? What mm -hmm. am I going to leave behind? 
and this was my first book mentor, didn't get his book done until he was going through cancer treatments. Mm. So he was laying in bed watching his hair fall out, vomiting into a bucket every day. And he was like, what am I going to leave for my son? And there, there's something about a book that feels like you're leaving something behind. What is that going to be for right. you? Now there's kids' books and there's other fun books. There's recipe books. There's all mm. kinds of stuff. But finding that for you, look in the mirror, man, and get one. Just decide you're going to do a book. That's step number one. Step number two is get some help. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't been down that road before, it's not like I, we're phenomenal communicators. And we live in a world uh, where everybody listening right now, you've been communicating for a long time, for at least a few years, right? So you, And you can talk, that can turn into text, and that can be your book. And I was always like, man, I feel so stupid that it's hard for me to get a book done. How mm-hmm. could I fail at doing this? I'm a pretty good communicator. I actually can write. I don't even mind it, you know? But like why can't I? It, a book is words on paper. And we can now transcribe that and get it done. But if you've not had written a successful book before, if you've not if you've not got six pack abs, if you haven't done a million dollars, like mm-hmm. the fastest path through the jungle is not being Tarzan, right. you know? Because like I don't know, I think that's a fictitious story. I don't think a little baby was dropped in the woods and then like figured out how to put a loincloth on and become king of the beat. And if he was, it's like one dude, you know, yeah, Greystoke. Don't, don't ruin it for me. Man. No, I mean, don't ruin it. For it me. happened. Okay, it happened to Mowgli. Okay, it happened twice. It happened to Mowgli and it happened to, to Tarzan. But, but, you know, Dorothy landed in Oz, mm-hmm. and she was like, ah, you know, ah, where am I? Oh, gosh, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. And so she, she's, you know, vulnerable little girl. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, can anybody help me? You know, help. And they're like, and the little people showed up, and they're like, follow, 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 yellow and crown. You go through the big old forest, and it's easy as shit. You know, along the way, you might find a couple of people to help you. And so she skips along with a little dog in a blue dress, when they made a Technicolor, in a blue dress, to go ahead and get home, man. Like, and and then she got off the path, and it was like flying monkeys. You know, and they're like, oh, stay on the path, which is what you said. You were you were you started taking action. Most people get inspired. Like I'm gonna write a book. I get it. I right. get it. But get some freaking help, right. because if you can be given the blueprint, which is what you said, like, do you have a framework? And I thought you were gonna say for organizing your ideas. That wasn't it for you. It was a framework for sharing it with the world in such a way that was gonna be make make it valuable enough for you to put your time, money, energy, and resources taking away time from your family you know, and your the things that are important to you <laughs> and the things you want to do for entertainment. The first two are those, dude. And then step number three is like be coachable. Like right. now do the thing. Because all too often I'll give a recipe and uh, let's say peanut butter and jelly sandwich, mm-hmm. you know. They're delicious, by the way. <laughs> uh, I you you do not have to convince me on that. <laughs> but but I'll give someone the recipe for peanut butter and jelly, and it doesn't have many components. Everybody knows it. It's bread and peanut butter and jelly. And they'll take that recipe, and I've done this a million times because I'm not always the most coachable guy, right? Mm-hmm. We're dumb, big, dumb guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I know better. Right. Like, I, I like lobster. I'm going right. to throw yeah. some lobster in there. And, like, I like ice cream. So yeah. I'm going to put ice cream, lobster, and peanut butter and jelly. And it's like... I don't know what you got, man. I know, but I like tortillas. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it in a tortilla, like, and I don't. I'm gonna do Nutella, like, dude. You know, Elvis made a a a new sandwich, so maybe if your Elvis friggin' figure it out, and you can throw in bananas, and you got the new sandwich. But like most of us, follow the recipe. Like that's why you ask for a guide, and that's my core premise on how I try to do everything. If there is a result. 
I have not yet gotten. Right. Man, who can help me? Okay, let's let's break a lot of this down. Because this really is for everything, you guys. Everything. Commit first. You have to just make the decision. Okay? And when you truly make that decision, you're cutting off all other options. All right? I'm deciding, I'm committing on this, and there should be a deadline as well. Okay? I'm committing on this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and have this done by this time. Well, you know what? I, I actually, th I, I, so I completely agree. And if we're talking about the very first step, just decide. And everybody right. can do that this second. Right. And we don't need the deadline. It, it, to start, it's yeah. just, I'm going to. I'm you know going to do though? it. I Personally, that's my personal one. I got to say this, because I made a decision last year to do it. Mm -hmm. And I did start it. But it wasn't until this year right, 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 right. when you, we said, you actually reach out to me and yeah. you text me. It's yeah. on Friday night. You text me like, so what about that book? Bro? How's it going, man? And I was like, dang. Yeah, 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 the book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna finish it up. I'm going to get to it. But then we had a deadline. 100%. And we had my event. Well, hold on. You know what it took, though? So just think about what happened there. Because So I still think it's decide yeah. first. And then we find our who. Because mm -hmm. like, we can just, because a lot of people will pick up that. That's it. I'm yeah, going to yeah, yeah, yeah. start writing every day. Right. I'm going to do a thousand words. And I'm right. like, dude, put the pencil down. Yeah. Find who's going to help you. Right. Okay. 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 Find yep. who's going to help you. And I think that I know for me, like just having someone that I trusted and I knew, uh, knew exactly what to do. Because to so check this. So I didn't so, waste any more time. So what's the, what's the criteria for picking your who? So why did you trust me? What, what, what is, when you pick a mentor yeah. and you've got a lot of mentors, mm -hmm. You know, when you choose, why, what are the, your parameters for choosing someone to help you? I mean, I could just tell you what it was when I chose you. Number one, you've done it. Number two, you had a system behind it. Uh, and that's what happened in the pool. And how'd you know I have a system for it? Because you shared it with me. Got it. I gave you the one, two, the recipe. Yeah, you gave me the recipe without asking for anything. You said, this is the recipe. This is what you need to start doing, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, I already knew that you were going to be my guy. So so you and I both put ourselves in an environment where we're going to hang out with cool people that were mm. at playing at a certain level of success right. so that when so that when we accidentally bumped into cuz we Greg and I didn't lather ourselves up in in, in oil and like look for each other <laughs> in a romantic <laughs> moment in the pool in Cabo. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's what happened. It, but it, it, it wasn't happening like that, but we didn't plan on that. But, <laughs> we, but we we went out of our way yeah, yeah, to put yeah. ourselves around a group of people so yeah. that we would have the encounters so we could find people that are playing at our level mm -hmm. or higher. Because you and I love everybody. Yeah. So we can be in a pool at the Holiday Inn yeah. with the and still find people to love, man. That's, mm -hmm. that's not the thing. But we found a few conversations to have that inspired one another. And then we found something that was a, a common goal or interest. And then, so we had a cool conversation about things we care about and that built trust. Right. right. And that, and then when you and I had a chance to talk about something that I think I'm good at, you're like, well, damn, he's got a pro, he did it. He's got a process or a system. And what you measure in this case, I'm just taking out what you, right. you you're like, you know what? This guy's actually talking truth because I think we can smell it. Right. Like right. when I went to the singles bar when yeah. I was a, when I when I when this was when I was trying to get laid, uh, <laughs> babe, it like it just never worked out for me. Never worked out for you. You know, and that's not yeah. exactly accurate. There are a couple times I got attention at a singles bar. It's when I had a girlfriend, mm. 
Mm. Now, how on God's green earth did all these chicks know that, like, now now I'm off the table? And And so when you and I were chatting... I had no other agenda other than just helping you. I, right. I had no other agenda. When I was uh, and 19 and striking out, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, then I had, but when, but when I had, when I had, when I had, when I didn't need it, I showed up in a different frame. Mm. And then what you heard was, I think, a congruent uh, message. We hear truth right. when we hear it. And so, and we smell bullshit. Right. And so... Uh, I was full of shit, <laughs> apparently, well, as a young man. <laughs> gosh, there's, okay, there there's a lot of layers to this. Can't, wait, and uh, I don't want to get off uh, off track here, but I do want to go back to this this whole thing of uh, when you couldn't pick up anybody at the bars. Uh, because it, it's, <laughs> I do, I do go back no, to No, let's go back right, to that. It was awesome. It's, it's so interesting how when you actually have proof of, you being someone that's desirable, meaning that you have a girlfriend. Because the same thing happened to me. Once you have proof that you're someone desirable and somebody wants you, other people want you. It's it's sick. And you I'm guys, not saying and, like, and I thought that it was it would be like more eye candy, like the right. the, the, the gr- hot girls hanging out with the uh, uh, ugly bald dude. <laughs> I had I had a solid mullet back in the day, uh, okay, by the way. Okay, I mean okay. solid. Okay. I had, solid. I did have a Go. little fade. I did have hair and a little yeah, but yeah, but no, no, no mullet. But yes. but it was like but people, the the client, the prospect, the ladies, you know, could smell it. They can. Mm-hmm. There's a level of confidence and conviction that comes through when you've achieved some kind of success. Right. And and the trust happened so fast, like that. Just like that. Just like that. Because right. I thought you might say some other things about picking mentors and needing to see that they've done it for others and yada, yada, yada. But in the case of this, it just it can be as simple as I trust this person. Yeah, I think there's another thing, too, that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a big part. We were in a room that mm-hmm. was already vetted. Uh, and I did connect for me. I've got to connect with with the person. And, and so this we, room, by the way, is is a mastermind. So we, mastermind, we put our yeah. both ourselves in a mastermind yep. of successful business owners yep. trying to go to another level of yep. success. It was a war room mastermind, mm-hmm. and uh, and and we were in the pool talking for about two hours. And was I, it two hours? No way. It was it was more than two. Really? Hours. It was more than two hours. because ah. remember they had the thing upstairs. They had that party upstairs oh, yeah, after, yeah. and the party was going on, and we were still in the pool. Oh, and we're like, damn, wow. we need to get off the pool now because That's right. the party's going on. Because we're twins. Yeah. It was like salt and pepper. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pushing good. Um, so, so, so there's something else, and I, I, I just want to bring value to you guys because, okay, we had a great conversation. Yeah, he gave me some awesome gems on how to do the right things in the process of starting a book. But now, how is it that Trevor and I are now working together? We've collaborated together. Um, we have shared clients together. Trevor spoke on my stage, and um, and how does that actually happen? So can I uh, can I can I insert this because yeah. I because I don't think this is what you would say, <clears throat> but I think it is. It sounds very hokey, but I think it, the answer is love, which sounds very hokey. Mm-hmm. And my first men, my first uh, millionaire mentor told me that the secret to his success was love, and I wanted to throw up in my mouth because it's yeah. like, come on, man, no, tell me how I have it can what what I got to do. Yeah. And he said, I only pick projects that I love. I only work with people that I love. I only uh, hire people who love what they do, and then every day I get to live in love. Oh wow! Now, 
I get chills thinking about it because because now that has come full circle and I, I I now see how that shows up successfully in my life. But let's talk about this. We we ch- chatted in the pool and a short conversation turned into a long conversation so much so that we were enjoying ourselves enough we didn't join the party. Right. Because we were having a great conversation about things that we love. Right. And in this case, I was probably asking you questions about you. Right. And you we, we humans have a tendency to like be pretty into what we're into. Right. So I was asking questions and giving advice and, and asking probing questions because I love people. I love you. And I'm asking, I'm actually listening. So we had a quality conversation. And I have not experienced you where you're not doing the same thing. We sat down to start the conversation today. You're like, how are you? So that's how we just normally as humans function. So time passed between uh, Cabo and I gave you some tools and some resources and we had some things happening, but time passed. And what triggered us to now be working with each other and whatnot? And I would say it's love. Now here's the thing. What does that mean? So I think sales is love. So you're a potential partner, potential, we had a great friendship, right? But, and, I, I'm, and I just want to, I was thinking on a, on a Friday night, right. apparently, who do I love? Who do I want to work with? Who do I want to connect with? Who do I know? And I thought of you. Now, sales is love. So I had to reach out to you and, 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 it's hard, and sales is hard, man. Right. And sometimes love can be hard. Yeah. My wife wants us to talk to a counselor and I'm like, hey, but baby, we're just great. She's like, right. but I want us to be greater. Right. I'm like, okay. So she's like, we got to put the work in. We got to do this extra work. Right. And so it's work, man. Right. And it can be this pain in the butt when I got to do dishes and when I got to go to the gym and when I got to go do whatever. Or I got to pick up the phone and call this guy or text him. It's hard, but I put love first, man. So when I'm aware, I'm going to take the time to be aware. I put love first. Love is hard, but love literally is how this whole thing happened. Because I remember when we go back to, we'll come off the pool thing here in a second, but I do think this is really important for you all listening. When we were in the pool, we were talking about the things that I love and I was sharing with Trevor how he can bring those things into his business. He was talking about the things, remember that was about when we were talking about high level and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. bro. And then he was talking about the things that he loves. And then he was showing me how you can bring this into your business. I love my business. I love the things that I do. And because he did that, I was actually starting to fall in love with the guy. And the same thing was happening. And then here's the thing that happened after. What happened after is that that's wonderful. And that was a great moment, right? We had, you know, two hours plus together. But then this is the, por- the part that's really important, you guys. It's following up. So the next day, we both left and we were at the Cabo airport. And I saw him. And guess what? We continued to talk about the things that we love and how we can help each other with the things that we have. So we talked about it and then it, it kept the conversation going. A lot of times you'll go to an event or a seminar or this or that or whatever, but then people say, oh yeah, I really love, love this person. But they don't, they, don't show, they, they don't show the acts of love. They don't follow up the person. It was a week and a half after we actually got on the phone again. And some time passed in between, actually not that much time, you actually came over to here to see to the my office, facility yeah. to come see the office and hung out. And you guys, I, I just want everybody to understand, like, this is what it takes. This is what it takes. It takes following up. It takes persistence. It takes, you know, 
checking in on the person, which is what he did for me, um, bringing value to each other uh, and showing them like that you appreciate them and love them. And that's what we've done for each other. And well, it started off amazing. random, right? Yeah. So here, so let's look at it. So people believe in the law of attraction, mm-hmm. off, so, and we 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 put ourselves in an environment. We ended up being casually connecting. What you just mentioned about the airport, it was another casual connection. It's not right. like we had planned that, but you you gave the 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 discipline here with this is all implementable mm-hmm. of the follow up. It's the follow up and follow through. So it happened by happenstance that we bumped into one another, right. or that everybody bumps into the people yeah. that they love and care about, mm-hmm. or or that you maybe the world is bringing you heroes and mentors right. and partners and things. And we need to pay attention to that, and ask questions and engage and find those that we're looking for. And that's right. paying attention. And then the discipline that we get to implement to go to the gym to to improve your relationship to improve our relationship is the follow up and follow through. Right. Now that's something that we can schedule and make part of the discipline. That's a thing that it's it's uh, simple, but it's not necessarily easy because I have to get up early. I have to go show up, you know, I have to I have to do everything I got to do and now nurture this new relationship right. and whatever. Right. But that follow up and follow through is something that's so controllable as long as you have a blueprint for it. And this was like I'm like, I'm going to follow up and follow through with this guy. Regardless of whether you give me money, we partner with each other, whatever, I'm just going to nurture that relationship. And so then that meant this is the second or third time I've been out your your office here. Right. You invited me to the podcast. So you're running a risk when you ask for you, So we have to embrace the things that are sometimes uncomfortable, difficult, whatever, instead of going on a Netflix binge. You know, and so you had to decide, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to go ahead and decide who the guests are going to be. I'm going to make this risk. I'm going to make this new commitment. I'm going to put up cameras. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I'm going to invest in this, which is what you said you like about, that's one of the things you like building is building something that can have legs for forever. But like the follow up and the follow through is the magic of what made this happen. And, and as your mentor in the case of getting your book done. It was my responsibility to lead, right? You know, and, and you did it, and you did it well, and and I did it from time, and and when we schedule an appointment, we tend to keep it. Right. So my whole life, my whole business comes down to scheduling appointments and keeping appointments. Right. That's right. it. So then you set it, set the next one. That's it. Right. So on a Monday, like like, and, and if we fail to do that, dude, my dad said he would come see my uh, son when he was born. He lives in California. We're in Tampa, uh, Florida. And he's like, oh, man, I want to come see your son. I'm like, fly you out anytime, Dad. So for the first year, my dad never came. Mm. And I was like, hey, Dad, when are you going to come? When are you going to come? When are you going to come? Now, my dad's not a bad dad, not a bad grandpa. He just was busy. Never got it on the calendar. Never got it on the calendar. I went and took my son to see my dad. (laughs) Got to see it. But then 18 months had gone by. It was two years. And I'm like, Dad. Let's get it on the calendar. Like, can I buy the ticket? If we don't schedule the appointment, the intention and the love was there. That's this isn't this isn't a criticism. It is an observation of we didn't schedule the next appointment. Right. right. By the plane flight. I hope y'all are listening to this, man. Like, this is what it takes. You guys want to build relationships with people. You have to be so intentional about making this happen. By the way, even with everything that Trevor's telling you. It still might not turn into the fruit that it's turned into with a no. relationship like what we have. But you must discipline yourself to get into the habit of doing these types of things. Schedule it. Do it. You do the meeting. 
Schedule the next one before you leave from that one and keep on doing that over and over and over again. And you give yourself just a much higher probability of good things happening. Well, Greg, as a, I don't know how often I'm going to have the opportunity to call, to say that I'm mentoring you, but I can in this capacity, like you were a really good student. Like I asked you to do things and check it out guys. This is really crazy. He did them. Greg, Greg, like. I asked you to do something. You said you would do it by a certain time, and you did it. How much energy does that give you as the mentor? Because I know for me, it's freaking. It's it's, it's, it's the greatest thing ever. It's ever. I'm like I get. So I had I had uh, two conversations yesterday uh, with with people, uh, multiple, but let's just say there's two. One was coachable, and oh my god, this is a this is a new business owner. He's a super excited, enthusiastic. He's showing up on time. He's trying to do everything that I'm sharing with him. He's asking questions that are very real as far as the challenges are going on for him. And he's trying to implement the thing. And it was rejuvenating. I felt on fire. I felt like I was channeling the universe into this guy to go ahead and help him become successful. And I know he's going to succeed or fall on his face, which then he's going to learn massive amounts. And then he will learn some, maybe fall on his face again, but he's going to succeed or fail on his own. And he's in the zone. And I was like, I'm on fire. I love what I'm doing. Almost in the same frame. I almost had two guys on the same call. I did in fact. And the conversation I'm having with the other dude the opposite. And it wasn't that this is a bad dude, but we're not seeing eye to eye. We're not talking about the same thing. It Mm. was like oil and water. Mm. And it was just, and I I care about this guy, but he's just, we're not going to end up working together. I can feel it. And my temptation is to help him and serve him and still, and I'm like, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your hair is on fire. Let me just let me just throw a towel on it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm like, dude, but you're on fire. But Greg, I don't think it's my job to to to, to save everyone, no. and and I and I want to, and I have a tendency to to put the time in. And so, dude, I was on the call. I was on the call. A Zoom call went longer than it should have. Mm-hmm. Then a little bit longer because I'm just trying to help this guy. Right. It does not matter about money. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. He, I'm not even trying to get more money out of him. I even want to give him some money back because I just want to get. But I want to help him. And by the end of, by, by last night when I was doing dinner for my kids, I was in the kitchen and I was like exhausted. Right. Because I was like, holy, like I hate trying to push that boulder up the hill when someone doesn't want it. And, and here's the thing, he man. wanted a different outcome right. and, and he wanted to get there a different way. Like, why should I make him wrong, dude? Yeah. And, 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 and suffer in the process. It's, it's energy management. Uh, and it's something that I have to be really mindful of. Uh, I don't, I'm not expecting for clients to give me energy, but I know how much energy I can give to someone that once we go above this, I have to start asking myself, is this making sense? When clients do the work that you are asking for them to do, that they're actually giving you energy. When you are if having you're open to, to receiving it, they're open to receiving it. No, if you are open to receiving it. Oh, energy. yeah, exactly. So exactly. I, I used to volunteer at uh, Tony Robbins events. So right. I went to my first Tony Robbins event, thought it was cool enough that uh, I'd go back for more. Right. And I, for a decade, I went to every North event he had in North America, every, mm-hmm. every, everything. And I volunteered on his leadership to all kinds of stuff. And I found myself, I, it was such an environment for learning and then coaching and giving. Right. And I remember I would, for a week, for five to seven days at a time. I'd, on my dime, I'd fly across the country, spend all, and I'd work 20 hours a day as a volunteer, get paid nothing, just to go ahead and be in the environment and help people. Right. And I would end up at the end of that week 
like being sick. Cause I can go, man. I can go. I can. I can not eat, not drink, not sleep, and I can just go for about a week, and then I and then I fall down. Right. And so, uh, I, and I was tired, and I was like, I, it was tough because that was a week away from my business and work mm -hmm. and life, and then I'd be sick for days afterwards because I was running myself down. And I had to ask myself the question: What's going on? Like, why? Why is this the case? Like, I don't want to stop giving, but what's going on? And what it was, Greg, when I was in that that mode and I was giving, giving, giving. I, uh, I wasn't receiving. I wasn't allowing myself the mm -hmm. energy, the energy. Like I was such a giver, I didn't receive. And this came from my energy. It came from my health. It came from everything. And I just remember I, I had, because I was trying to figure out what's going on. Like why am I running down? Because I don't have to get sick on this. Like what? I, I don't want to get sick. Like what do I want? Well, I want to have energy and give and all this stuff. And I was like, hold on. Greg, when I was coaching people or working in that environment and helping them, I made it my responsibility to go ahead and help them achieve success. Like I tried to put them on my shoulders and carry them across the finish line because mm. it made me feel good. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to coach you. I'm going to make it happen for you. When, when my, uh, the people, the clients, the, the, the people that I interacted with that I got to help, I was taking the personal pride that if they won and felt better and, got, and, and, and achieved success that I had done it. Mm. I was wrong, bro. Like it was them. It's right. always them. The right. example I just gave you is my friend's going to go succeed or fail on his own. Like I, I wasn't open to receiving and I tried to take the responsibility of their success on my shoulders gotcha. as opposed to giving them the gift of figuring it out themselves. And, and it was one conversation with myself or maybe a week of me figuring this out of hold on. What if when I'm here sharing and giving that as much love as I pour in, I get it back. And instead of trying to take personal responsibility for their successes, truly they are theirs. Right. You know, what what egocentric freaking freak thinks that he right. does everything for that it's his it's his thing. So that pivoted for How? me, dude. And and I started getting more energy. I never right. got sick at a Tony event again. And I stopped taking the somebody's successes or fails away from them. And and just I I, I don't now measure myself uh, and my self-worth based on on that. How do you feel like you're you're receiving now? How, like how are you getting it back? So you're giving to someone, you're helping them, you're serving them before you said you weren't allowing yeah. you to receive anything. I wouldn't even Why receive compliments now. Oh, you wouldn't take your compliments. I wouldn't even care. So I mean, I mean that's not exactly yeah. accurate, but like I was not a good receiver. Right. And energetically, like I just I'm very visual, so I talk with my hands and I use props and all kinds of stuff and energetically, I was giving energy. Mm -hmm. And I I just I literally had this push off, like I did, I was not there to receive, I wanted right. to give. But dude, there's two parts of, a, of a, an equation and I had to see it for myself and some of my mentors I saw not receiving well right. and I saw some receiving well and some taking time to deflect the compliments very specifically. Like, no, 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 a whole bunch of people trying to help my friend Steve. Like, you're great and he's like, no, 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 it's not me, it's you. Right. And I was like, dude, you're making everybody feel bad. Right. They're trying to give you a compliment. Right. They wrapped up the gotcha. beautiful gift and tried to give it to you and you're not receiving it. And then let's talk about Tony. I saw Tony Robbins receive appreciation and gratitude in a fraction of a second in a, in a look like, thank you. Like someone was saying, it wasn't the receiver is giving the gift to the giver. And so it was a combination of things that I was learning. But I have this, I, I believe that there's this this golden light right. <laughs> that goes in and out of my mouth and my soul and my being and it's circular 
And I'm just, I, I, I focus on making sure that I, I allow myself to be filled up. Right. And part of that is not taking away your successes or failures. So if I, if your book is a great success, it'll be you. I was the guide, you are the hero. Right. If it is a failure, it will be you. Right. And right. and you made those choices, not me. Right. I'm not I'm not here to freaking carry up the hill. I can barely make it up myself. Right. Gosh, this is, guys, this is so huge. Everything that you said there. Um, but when someone does give you a compliment, you will take it. I'm taking it. When someone does the work, uh, and I see their success, that's filling me up. 100%. Uh, but what I'm not doing, and this is what I'm hearing from you, is that I'm not going to take full responsibility for every single thing that you, I'm going to give you what I believe can bless you and help you. But um, but if you decide to do that or not, that's on you. I and take full responsibility for everything yeah. in my life. In my life, exactly. But I'm not taking full responsibility for everything, everything in your life. life. I love now it. I, I can, love it. I can, I can have all the best intentions. I can do everything I can to help you, and but I'm not gonna come to your house and do your dishes. Right, right, right. You know, right, I'm not right. gonna take out your trash. Now, if that was my role, I'll do it, and I have no qualms. Like there's no, there's no task that's beneath me. Right, right, right. Like I'll do, right, right. I'll, you know. Could, toilet's got to be clean, man. Can you imagine who works at Disneyland, right? And they're they're at night picking up all the trash. Dude, if they are not doing that, we're not having a happy, what what they call it, the, the greatest place on earth. The greatest place on earth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that, that's not the, the greatest place on earth, down there, trash, you're not, you're not wading through trash. Right, right. Every role is important, mm -hmm. you know, from nannying the kids to, to taking out the trash right, to right. like neurosurgery on your brain. Right, right, right. Is, it, is there such a thing? Yeah. You know, so it's, it, I, I think it just comes down to getting clear about what you want finding a who to help you get there going down to the three things like yeah. I like I created them for today's yeah. episode um, and then and then being coachable to do that being extra work and let's talk about the follow-up and follow-through that you mentioned because if you don't do that if you when when I ask you to do something you're like Trevor I'll have this done by the end of the day because we had a deadline because I'm not taking away the power of deadline holy right. shit dude that just wasn't first for me right. decide find a who now we can get the map now mm -hmm. be coachable now let's set a deadline. Right. Dude, because if we hadn't done that, we're like, okay, when are we going to release this thing? When is it going to get done? When we had six weeks out, or maybe seven, this went from a random idea to a first draft of this product right. in five weeks yeah. because then we tried to print them and get them on time and a variety of things. So right. we went from almost doing nothing for probably eight months before that, because because right. all your ideas and momentum, because we didn't follow up and follow through and schedule a deadline, it, it stopped. Right. Because then other things, personally and professionally, took over. And when I followed up with like, hey man, how's it going? You're like, dude, I didn't do it. Then I'm, we, we picked a date and then it got done. When you pick a date, it gets done. You guys, this was a masterclass on how to do epic-ish and how to do that whether you're trying to write a book, you are trying to start a business, you're trying to grow your business, you're trying to take yourself to the next level. You have to make the decision first. Find who is going to help you get there because this is all about energy management and you don't want to waste time. And then once you have decided who that is, understand that you have to be mindful of not only your energy but theirs. And if well, that's that's to, like to be a good student. Like, yes, and be a great student. <laughs> oh and, my if, God. And, and if you're a great student, that's actually going to, that's you showing that you're respecting not only your energy by doing the thing that somebody else has that's already carved the path 
is telling you to do, and you are giving the person that is helping you energy back. Well, and so, the gift, like, the, why are why are people trying to be influencers and thought leaders and and want a social media following and teach courses and write books and have mentorships and all that thing? They're trying to help people, man. Right. And like one secret to get. Uh, to, to one secret strategy that will help people create success is if you decide that you want something mm-hmm. and you find someone to help you do it, go do your best job and then they can't wait to help you become right. successful. Right. Whether it is the course, the book, the coaching program or whatever, they are looking, they are desperate, they are hungry for some silly bitch to do what they said to do yeah. so they can go ahead and lift them up and endorse their ass and say, look what Sally just did. She is a jewel. They can't wait to become your best freaking friend and interview them on your their podcast and elevate them to the world. This is like one of the instant strategies that create instant authority, credibility in the marketplace. Because, dude, if you'd have met me on uh, uh, Tom Billiou's podcast, uh, Impact Theory, mm-hmm. and he was ta- having a conversation with me, and we had this heart-to-heart here, you probably would have... Not necessarily. Some people are going to like me and trust me and whatnot. And some people are going to go, oh, that's not my cup of tea. I don't like right. Tom Billy. I don't like bald guys. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't like bald yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah, They're sexy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but like it's, it's that, that connection piece that I think needs to happen. Right. And then the follow-up, follow-up as well is so important. Yeah, Guys, that's really what you have to do with everything. All right. So before we finish, I, I just want to honor you, bro. Um, thank you for... Uh, for change, you, you really did change my life. You you changed uh, my life, not just by helping me with the book, but there were so many other things that you did uh, throughout that process. You know that last night, you know who uh, put me in a group chat? JJ Virgin. I was gonna say, I was gonna Put me in a group chat with another set of doctors that they're like, oh my gosh, you gotta meet Greg Todd. Yeah. And all that happened from you. Um, which was that, which was one of the strategies here. So just be clear mm-hmm. when the, in the getting the book done mm-hmm. and marketing your book and having it be successful, y'all hear what just Greg just said. We figured out who could help Greg. Who is a good promotional partner? And I thought, who do I know that I can introduce Greg to that has a similar vision and mission and whatnot? And then I connected you with right. a handful of people because we got clear about who we're trying to help, who we love who we're writing the book for, then it became so natural to make those connections and introductions. And it's an introduction, but it's truly an endorsement. Right. You know, it's a combination of the two. You created that. So I thank you. You're welcome, brother. Thank you for being on the podcast, my friend. How do people find out about you? You can Google me, Amazon me, you know, my name, Trevor Crane, go to trevorcrane.com. Uh, I'm, that's on all my socials, so you can get that. Actually, I think I'm Trevor Sexy Crane on Facebook because I got my Facebook oh, account really? jammed. Somebody okay. somebody yeah. hacked me, so I have like five friends on Facebook, so like me on Facebook now. Wow, so. okay, all right. But yeah, I'll, I'm Trevor I'll, I'll Sexy I'll Crane yeah, on Facebook. But yeah, uh, and then yeah. my company's Epic Author, and we can, uh, we're, we're focused on helping people share their mission with the world. Your message is my mission, and that's what we focus on. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you for being up. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Dude.